0: Good. hello and welcome i am kim keen host of the one of a kind you podcast i started this podcast to share my journey of my past self a woman who was struggling with leaving her teaching career and adjusting to stay at home mom life to help other women with their motherhood journeys or their work-life balance journeys so they can let go and make themselves a priority without all the sacrificing so if you are a regular listener to one of a kind you Welcome back. I'm so excited that you are tuning in for another episode. If you are new to One of a Kind You, we're equally excited to have you here as well. So thank you so much for stopping by to check it out. The way that this podcast usually works is that I share a journal entry of mine from about five or six years ago when I was in the thick of the struggle, and I share what I know now as a certified life coach and what I wish I had known then. But today we have a guest with us. Her name is Debbie Cruz, and she said to just go say Cruz. So because her last name is a little bit tricky, so I'm super thankful for that because <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to mess it up. So Debbie Cruz with is with us, and um, she has a fascinating title. She is known as the dream pollinator. And I love that because it sounds so whimsical and magical, um, but she is um, an author. So she has published um, a book called The Soul Meets Body, pres- oh, so several books. So it looks like Soul Meets Body, Precious and Fragile Things, and Live to Tell. And then she has a fourth novel called Date with Kate, and that's in the works. So thank you, Debbie, so much for joining us. Um, So is there something that I missed besides all of your wonderful books?
1: Oh, you did wonderful. Thank you so much, Kim. Yes. Yes. Soulmates Body is my latest novel that is out now. Um, Precious Fragile Things and Live to to Tell are related. And they're my older novels that um, were just, I wrote them just to sort of exactly like your path of I have a journey, not really sure what's going on. And sort of having a hard time expressing what's going on with me so i'm going to put a character out there and let her take it <laughs> i love that uh, yeah so and soulmate's body is by itself and it's it's all about following what's on your heart and being on just this wild crazy journey of life but once you trust what your plan is and just feel what your gut instincts are you're always going to be taking to beautiful destinations
0: I love that because I feel like so, so often it's really hard to trust what our heart is saying, especially when we're in the thick of the struggle or the, or our journey is just starting, you know, we think, well, gosh, is this my heart? Is this the insanity of the moment? Like wh- what's really speaking to me and how do I know that I should listen? So um, I love that you, sh- you share this through a novel with characters, because when I was in my journey, I didn't really share it with anyone. I kept it so um, bottled in and stuffed down inside and that made it so much more challenging to, um, you know, to kind of navigate through it. So, um, cause then I was often stuck in my head and then I was like, you know, really not sure what was speaking the crazy lady brain that was going on, the horrible thoughts that were taking place, the frustration, like I didn't know. So I was a hot mess express. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, I, I, I feel like I was the same. And, you know, I look back now, I could look back and just see the journey so vividly. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, people actually spoke to me and like, <laughs> out with me in public. Like, I was so embarrassing because you feel so vulnerable when you can really have that moment to look back and see how raw, it, you know, your journey is. Yeah. But if I didn't have all that, um, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today. And it is faith. And even just this past week, just having to take myself outside of myself and have a conversation of you're not living in faith, you're not living in truth, you say you are, but you then go and invite negativity and evil back in. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, oh, I know God has a plan for me. I know that there's bigger and better for me. I know that I'm supposed to do this, but I'm going to go and do all this other stuff instead, because that's safe. And that's what the world tells me to do. And everybody around me, you know, pressuring me, Yeah. but I'm the one doing it. And, you know, and, and I'm the one that's like, why did this bad thing happen? Why did, you know, we were talking about business before, like, why did this yeah. business move just like not happen? And it, you know, being angry at it mm-hmm. invites the negativity and it, yes. being stuck in it and and just say, then predicting like, well, this could happen and this could happen and this can happen. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just inviting it in. But well, yeah. why don't you, you know, I had to turn it around
0: mm-hmm. and
1: continue to tell myself, turn it around. You know, what about looking at it of? Okay, this was a mistake on purpose because this is going to be bigger and better, or this yeah. new avenue you don't have—you don't have any idea about—is coming. Mm-hmm. And having to teach yourself that mindset is is such a huge, huge challenge. And you know, I needed to re- remind myself of that again this week, and it just—you know keeps continues to turn around the second you just speak positivity to to everything in yeah. your life and. You know, it's amazing the that law of attraction of positivity and positivity, but yeah. staying in that unknown trust is, is very, can be very painful and distracting and you can run so fast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the wrong direction, but, but believing in yourself, that's, that's really been the hardest part and just know that you're loved and supported. And once you can live in that space, you know, you're like, bring it on. What else is going to happen? Because I know that I'm going to overcome whatever it is and there's going to be something better behind it, you know? So whenever I get that, that bad phone call or that client that didn't work out or, you know, that proposal you spent weeks on, and you're <laughs> like, why didn't that happen? It's like, cause there's something better. And then the phone rings, you know? So, yeah. you know, staying in that faith and trust sometimes can be, can, be like the whole morning. And then there, you know, you can make the rest of the day good, but it is a journey for sure.
0: Yeah. And remembering that in that journey, we have free will.
1: Yeah. I'm like, can time. I give that up? Can I? Yes. <laughs> maybe I'm not good at that. Right.
0: <laughs> but. right. But knowing that that free will gives us the opportunity to make a choice. So we can choose to look at things in that with that positive light, which, you know, recognizing that, oh, maybe that didn't happen because it wasn't in the, in alignment with who we truly are meant to be, um, or that was going to lead to something that caused us to continue playing small when in fact we're supposed to play so much bigger and really shine bright. Um, but recognizing there's a choice in how we want to move forward from the challenge or the obstacle or the setback. Um, and and working to focus on the positive when, when you get stuck in the not so positive, how are you able to shift from being in that? Oh, this is awful to Okay. Let me look for the silver lining or let me look for the blessing or the gift in this. Yeah.
1: I mean, and that's, that's the, everybody's hugest challenge, right? So, you know, it's so easy to be mad But once you recognize these cycles, and that's what I talk about with my clients is recognizing your cycles. Mm -hmm. And I call them dream cycles because, you know, we're all aiming for our our main purpose, our sole purpose and, you know, chasing dreams, right? Mm -hmm. But why don't we stop chasing them? And why don't we bring ourselves up to them? So, you know, you're in a cycle and there's big cycles and then there's the smaller cycles. And it's like you come to all these checkpoints and you can look at it as times of the year. A lot of people at the same time of year are like, why am I in this place again at this time of year? It's like, well, okay, well, look at the cycle. You have you're at a a crossroads now. So where in this place in the cycle are you going to break it? Or yeah. are you like, I'm not ready and I got to go back around again. And how many that's, you weren't ready. So you went back around again. So it's your opportunity to break the cycle. And once you're paying attention of, oh my gosh, this happened to me get, at another time, right before I got this huge breakthrough as something I, it was bigger than I could have imagined at that moment. And you're like, okay, that means I'm three steps ready for that jump. And once you really be able to follow that cycle pattern, and then you could, you could see where those bad moments happen. Usually it's because there's something negative that like a force, an energy force that knows how big and how good your next opportunity is. And it wants to get in your way. And Mm -hmm. we we had said about technology, you know, I can't tell you how many times I was, you know, going on a meeting and it was, it was an amazing meeting, but, oh my gosh, you know, like I lost internet or, you know, something happened or all all of a sudden my, my video doesn't work for the audience. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's that energy of like, I know I want to, you know, something good is coming for you. So I'm going to jump in front of it. So you can learn to dance in the rain and be like um i know what this is this is negativity because there's something so big behind it and this is so good and just say thank you but you need to leave you're not invited to stay because i'm going for the good and the more you just give gratitude to everything even if if you get into an accident. Like I had a minor accident a few months ago and it was a blessing. It was a true blessing because I had randomly just turned in my lease early, got a car that it was like, this is the best car I've ever had. And if I was in my old car, I would have hit somebody and God only knows what would have happened. Um, the person that hit me, we ended up like becoming good friends. (laughs) We're able to do some business together. I'm like, it could have been a nicer (laughs) way, but you know, you never, you know, you, I could have looked at it as I was in this accident and this, I was late for my appointment and, you know, like mad, but so many good things happened and so many bad things didn't happen. Yes. So, you know, you got to be grateful of, okay, this bad, this bad thing happened, but it really wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It really, really wasn't bad. And even better, I, it, it took months to get fixed because of all the shortages and, and everything going on. And I had a little incident parking my new car into my parking spot. I ended up like sideswiping a little bit on the, <laughs> in my garage. <laughs> I'm like, crap. Um, and they buffed the whole thing out. <laughs> so right. if you. I so if I had, you know, got it fixed then, you know, I would have then I still would be living with the scrapes. But I mean, you know, that is more the more of you hit these roadblocks and just give them gratitude and recognize we're in a moment, we, we have to live in this present moment. But you know, the more you give gratitude in everything you have, good or bad, yeah, and love on it, things will change. Yeah. And it, it is an attraction and it is just staying in gratitude and in positivity. And it could be really, really hard. It really can. Uh, but I, I it works and I believe in it. And, you know, you, sometimes you do need uh, to call call somebody to be like, help me through it. Or, you know, learn how to really sit in meditation and prayer. And, you know, what is, what are th- five things you could change in that moment. And sometimes you can't get to it. Uh, I've also learned, you know, breathing techniques of how that helps calm you down, that helps get rid of anxiety and how to, you know, do meditation through breathing, just even if you're at a traffic light, you know, just, okay, I could see the the, the red light, I could see a tree, I could see a green car over here. Okay, it's green, you know, and then your thought changes, you know, the second it turns green. Um, it, it can be done. It definitely can be done. And it, you know, it's it, the work isn't as hard as we, we think or make it, we make it so complicated.
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> certainly do. I think it's often we're like, wait, it can't be this easy. It has to be harder than this. If it was this easy, everybody would be doing it. And this, we would never have any negativity, but it, it really is easier than we allow it to be.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> As you were sharing, I'm like, oh, I totally relate to scraping my car. So, um, our garage roof now is much lower. And in, in my old house, I could open, leave the trunk open, and the, open the garage door, open them both at the same time. In this house, I did it and I'd scrape the whole back of my car. And I was like, oh, uh... oh no. But I had to, I was so irritated with myself, that I was like, you know what, Kim, this is a reminder to slow down and stop rushing. If you were not rushing, you wouldn't have felt the need to open both things at the same time and be all, you know, frazzled and this, that, and the other, slow down. And so now it's causing me to be more mindful when I'm, you know, gathering my things to leave the house and open the garage. I, I make a note, okay, garage is opened. Okay, now open the trunk. So, I'm actually like getting into the car to start the journey to the destination with much more um, focus and like a more sense of being grounded. Um, and so, I find that's been helping too because um, sometimes I get really impatient with the drivers around me. Yeah. <laughs> and so, this is like, so it kind of sets the tone like, no need to rush. It's okay. Like, as long as everyone's driving safely, that's all that matters. So it was like, it really forced me to do a whole reset with, you know, leaving the house and driving to places um, because I'm often feeling like, okay, I have to get here to get the kids here to get the kids here to do this and then get back home for this call or this interview or whatever the case may be. And it's like, no, slow down sister, breathe. (laughs) breathe Yes. breathing
1: Breathing. Yeah. Yeah. It really makes a difference. And if you're not breathing correctly. I, I learned, um, I was actually in a, a photo shoot, which, you know, I'm not a model, but, <laughs> um, but so the woman that was a photographer, she actually is a model and a photographer. And we were, we were talking and she's like, you're not breathing. I am like, obviously I'm breathing. I mean, yeah. it's like, no, you, you don't breathe at all. And she really had to point that out Of like, she showed me photos of when I was breathing and when I wasn't and just that difference
0: Mm
1: -hmm. of, you know, how much of an impact it makes on my facial expression and listening. And I learned in doing these dream cycles of those times of day of the day that I'm not breathing, like I'm really holding it in Mm -hmm. and how unhealthy that that can be. And that is a form of anxiety, too, that you may not realize you have. But really learning how to breathe correctly and even working out, if you're not breathing correctly, you're not going to be at your maximum potential, you know, mm-hmm. and there's so much, you just get, yeah, we all laugh like, oh yeah, obviously we're breathing, but to really, you really need to learn how to do it properly and know methods of how to breathe at certain times for certain situations mm-hmm. for, I have massive sleeping problems, but I've learned how to do breathing and meditation exercises i could be asleep in less than 5 minutes i'm like i wish i knew that when i was younger but it's amazing of how you can change the situation by learning how to breathe properly learning how to maintain good headspace by prayer meditation and just mantras and you know waking up and going to bed and just at every point of the day that you can give out as much gratitude as possible just really changes the whole dynamic of how you look at things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fascinating with the the breathing um, because I often don't realize, but I'm also not breathing, and sometimes I'm like, wait a second, I think I was just not breathing. Like, of course I'm breathing because I'm alive, but not that that healthy breathing that we need. And I have to be mindful of like, okay, you need to breathe like deep breathing really takes some breaths because you, it's like a very shallow breath. And, uh, my husband read this book called, I think it was called breath. And, uh, because he is very much into fitness and working out. And so he, um, his version of self-help is reading books about like biomechanics about sleep. And, breathing and, um, the importance of water for our bodies and things like that. And so he was saying that, uh, one of the ways to help with breathing is to not breathe through your mouth, but to keep your mouth closed and breathe through your nose. And because that forces your body to do that deeper breathing that you need. So when I recognize that, oh my gosh, I don't think I was breathing. I'll, I'll do that. I'll close my mouth and I'll do some breathing that way to get the oxygen really back and flowing um, and he was in this book, it also says that you should try and not sleep with your mouth open, um, but you should sleep with your mouth closed. So in the book, the author suggests like actually taping your lips shut to sleep so that you're forced to breathe out of your nose. I can't bring myself to do it because that a feels suffocating to me <laughs> and be uncomfortable. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not taping my, my lips shut at night to sleep with breathing through my nose, but I'll do it during the day. So. Yeah. When I'm driving or, you know, watching TV or just working on the computer and I don't need to be talking to someone, I really try to make it a conscious effort to breathe just with my nose.
1: Wow. Yeah. Um, I never, I, am still learning a lot more about breathing techniques and yes. I have only learned like a few minimal, um, methods right, right where I am, but that's interesting about only breathing through your nose. I had, uh, read a, a, di- a different book about breath work. That she, it's like a yoga breathing um, experience. So that that was pretty cool. But I, I, it's hard. I feel like it's hard to read about it. It's yeah, you know, I, I feel like I need to watch the video of it or sit with somebody actually. Yeah. And I did have a, a breathing coach that I learned a lot from as well. It was very powerful, very helpful
0: for sure. Yeah, a breathing coach sounds so wonderful. It's like, because you're right, it's very hard to read about how to breathe in a text on a page, because it's very much a a hands-on learning experience type of situation. So like, I need someone who's going to model for me, like, okay, this is how you do it. This is the sound that you make, which is why, you know, I like the breathing techniques when I'm doing yoga and they're like, okay, do this breath. And this is how you do it. I'm like, okay, I can, I can do this now because you're actually showing me. I know what it sounds like. I know what to be doing, but trying to translate that from from page to brain to actually doing it is much more of a challenge.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it's hard that way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah. So, um, but it's fascinating because there's so much to, um, to breath work, but there's also so much to gratitude. And so, um, do you keep a daily gratitude journal like writing it down or do you just make more of a like a mental note for gratitude Oh, there's your journal it's it's gold and shiny
1: <laughs> yes yeah uh, yeah i do keep a journal um i also keep a jar that yeah. um i just write little things on pieces of paper and keep it in a jar and that's also really helpful when you're in that bad headspace of like mm-hmm. get me out of here to go over and just open one and be like, you know, there is good things that have happened to me and I need to remember them. And and that is a really fun, fun way to do it. Um, I also think, you know, part of gratitude as well is also doing some grounding, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, just, you know, putting your feet in the grass or, you know, it's summer. So putting your feet in the water, you know, in, in the winter, getting some snow,
0: <laughs>
1: ah. the snow on you. You know, the, the cold invigorate, invigoration, taking a cold shower. You know, those things really, you know, give you that push of energy. Um, connecting with the earth that really helps feel feel alive. Yes. So that helping you feel alive, like the, that, taking like a 10 second cold shower is like so invigorating and really gives you that push of like, wow, like, was I really alive before that 10 seconds? And that push really makes you want to stay in that positive mindset. And, and you're like, I am so grateful for this. And those words are just coming out of you. Um and it's amazing how just that burst of earthly energy forces the good to exude from you. And, you know, we don't take, I, I have to remind myself, like, you're in a bad headspace that those are, these are things you need to do right now, because you know that that's going to help you. And really feeling the ground and really feeling that cold water, um, you know, it's just amazing. But You have to really embrace it. And once again, talking about cycles, you know, you're in your seasons, you know, really listening and paying attention to the feelings in your body when you do those things. And I was was talking before about, you know, getting rid of negativity. And I try to every morning before I wake up, do a lot of prayer meditation. And I felt like I was going to wake up In bad in a bad head space. I'm like, this is, you know, I could, but I'm not. I'm going to not do that. I choose to not do that. So, you know, just saying to myself, you know, negativity, anything ugly, and doesn't want good for me. Thank you for coming, but you need to leave because you're not staying, you're not invited. And I need this space for all the joy and abundance and goodness that I deserve. And paying attention to how what happens to your body you feel you can feel a release and I've actually you know been able to get to a meditative state where I actually hear a door open and people walking out you know and wow like kind of cursing me out on the way. Yeah 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 and it's like close the door on your way out.
0: Yeah don't forget to close the door and lock it too so you can't come back. Right.
1: Yeah and just you know we we can go through the motions and we can do these things but if we're not really all full body into it mentally and physically into it you don't really see in here how it's it's all coming together you know how it really is and those are moments that took a long time to get to but now that i You know, mastered on how to do it. Now I can help people do it as well. So you know, it is really just connecting in your true self and knowing how much control you have over the positive and the negative. And when once you're like, it's really just that simple to just be like, you got to go.
0: Yeah, it it is. It is that simple. It is,
1: and it's like you know when those those yeah, yeah, how many times. Or are you like, oh, I'm going to go to this restaurant. I know the service is going to be bad. Or I know that this is going to happen. It's like, well, why don't you turn it around? So, you know, it's going to happen because you can't stop. You're like manifesting it. You know, you can manifest that. How about manifesting the good? Like throw all of that away. You've already proven that theory and just prove the theory of how about something great is going to happen.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And um, that happened to me this weekend. Um, my dad has a lot of health issues right now. And well, I did some healing on him with, with, um, a priest and we both myself and the priest both felt like all this energy, you know, like bad energy, leave him and felt his body get a little stronger. And then we went to a restaurant and everything went wrong. Like Really? Everything went wrong. And my dad, was like mad. And I'm like, yeah. you, you know, nope. It's because all you, all you you're doing, you got mad and then you kept the wheel turning. Now you had all this good experience that just happened to you. And now that negativity is like, I want to fight you because you've moved yourself up here, but we want you back down here. Yeah. And it's like, all of that, you're like, uh, I'm going, you know, you're bringing yourself back down. And I'm like, you got to change it right now. you got to change it. And he did kind of have something in his head. And I actually went to go get the car. You know, we were, we, we were done with eating and the manager came over and was like, I'm going to give you a dessert and I'm going to give you a bottle of wine. And I, I took all this off the bill. And <laughs>
0: like yes,
1: the whole yes. thing changed the second It was like, yeah, I got to let it go. And I got to let this healing work on me. And it was fascinating of like, do you see how you let you now leveled up? Mm -hmm. Like, So there, this is a prime opportunity of I'm up here now. I'm not down here, but how it wants you back down. And the second you're like, no, I accept to be up here. Then they want, they needed to come up. So it's it is, you know, it is the change of your mindset and it changes the energy around you.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's so funny that you say that because uh, I've seen it happen with me. I've seen it happen with my husband, with my kids, with my family, like with clients, I've seen it happen in so many different situations where you're like, oh my gosh, it literally like a flight switch, everything just literally turned. I went from bad to good. And it's amazing because when you see it and then other people that are with you and they start to see it all, everyone's like, oh my gosh. And then that just raises the vibration and the leveling up even more. Yes. Yeah.
1: Because it's, it's addictive, right? Yes. You're like, wow, that just happened. And you're like, I want it to happen to me. And, and, and so it is the attractive the law of attraction, right? So yeah. it's like that positive experience bring, everybody wants to be a part of it. But, yeah. it, but we're in this world where, I mean, gosh, could it be any worse? You know, we're just continually asked to be dragged down into yeah. in this space yeah. and it's hard to get out of it. And it's hard to get out of the groups of people that just want to dwell in the bad, the bad, and that, that negativity.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, it goes back to that comfort. You know, it's, it's hard to separate yourself from a group that you're so comfortable with. And, um, I had chatted with uh, another podcast guest about this. We were talking about, you know, when uh, kids decide that they don't want to do an extracurricular anymore. Sometimes as parents, we force them to stay in the extracurricular because we're worried that other, like, what are the other parents going to say? Like, Oh, your kid's a quitter or, Oh, you didn't tell them to follow through or whatever the case may be. But then I think on some level too, it's like, we're worried about losing that social circle. Um, Because it's comfortable, you know, we all want to be liked, we all want to be a part of the group. And so sometimes we'll stay where it's not such a great experience, or it's not really serving us, because we're like, well, this is as good as it gets, I think. And if it gets better, I don't know yet. And that might be kind of lonely out there. So I'll just stay where where I am. Um, And we don't realize that sometimes that's to our detriment. Oh, yes. Yes,
1: negative groups of people. Uh, um, I have a friend that loves to get sucked into that, into those mm-hmm. negative groups. And I'm like, why do you want to be in a place with people that are going nowhere fast? Mm-hmm. They want to talk bad about other people. They want to go to restaurants and, and eat bad and drink too much. And this one's doing this and this. Why is that? Like you can't, You. that's not who you are. That's not what you do why, why is it you can't wait to go and hang out with them? And she, there is a place of being afraid to walk away. Mm -hmm. And I I've seen clients do that too. Like I was, I'm like, the first thing you should do is just on social media, easiest place, right? Just unfollow 10 people that don't serve you. Yes. Just that's it. It's that you doesn't mean you hate them. It doesn't mean you can't you know, talk to them ever again. If they don't serve you, unfollow them. Mm-hmm. And I have one client that fought me about it. Like, I can't do that. And I'm like, you, why is this your thought process? This is really, really upsetting. You're not val- valuing yourself. You're valuing somebody that gives you so much negativity and you can't wait to get more. Yeah. Like jump through the electric fence. It's not that bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the crazy part is nine times out of 10, no one's going to know that you unfollowed them anyways. And if you are worried to like click the unfollow button, you could at least mute them, mute their posts. So they're not showing up in your feed. Um, And then that way you're still social media friends. Because if for some reason they're looking, which they're probably not, but at least it still says like the friends box or the followers box is checked, but you can mute them. And I had to do this a couple of years ago there was a little gal on instagram that i was following i don't even know how we started following each other um she was a coach of some sort there were two gals actually um one gal i had to unfollow because i realized that she was lying about receiving negative comments on facebook so she had said um that she had gotten all of this hate on a fa- on her on her facebook page she posted some posts about um her child and people were like you're a bad mom blah 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 and she got she was like i got 150 uh comments on this facebook post everyone was telling me i was a bad mom and that i shouldn't have my kid and all this stuff and i was like okay if it's the same post that you're posting here why would people be saying that because this is, seems to be a positive post So I went and looked on Facebook because we were following each other on Facebook too. There was no such post. It was all made up. And she was just doing it to boost her, her Instagram algorithm. Because then of course, everybody that knew her on Instagram was like, oh my gosh, they should be so ashamed of themselves that telling you that you're not a bad mom, you're an amazing mom, and you are so worthy of having your kid and blah, blah, blah. And so she ended up getting like 400 comments or something ridiculous on Instagram over something that was a complete and total lie. And I was just like, you know what? I am not allowing that into my space because, A, that's not how I operate on social media. I do not post things that are not true to comment bait uh, for algorithm boost. I was like, and I don't want to be associated with that. No, thank you. So I unfollowed her. And it was amazing. I didn't have to worry about any more shenanigans following her. And there was another gal I unfollowed on Instagram too, because same thing. It was like this toxic positivity about how, you know, um, everything just needs to be rainbows and sunshine. And it was just, it was too much and, um, about messy mom buns and all these things. And I was just like, okay, this is also not genuine. And from a place of integrity, this is just, mm, I just didn't like it. So I was like, Unfollow. And I am just like, it, I felt so much lighter afterwards. I was like, gosh, I never knew how powerful it was to unfollow someone on social media, thinking all this time that I actually had to stay following them.
1: Yes, it really makes a difference. And I found, I, I've encountered those people too, where it's like, oh my gosh, you're just crying for some algorithm help there. <laughs> yeah. But you know, there's also celebrities or people of fame, uh, whatever they are. And I was like, oh, it's so innocent. You know, I don't even know why they're on my feet or I don't even really like them. But getting rid of those people Mm -hmm. that are like, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. And it's like, I don't really need to look at you. And that makes it so much different. And I have a, a few friends that are not on social media. And they're kind of afraid of it, but at the same time, they don't really understand a lot about it. They're like, "Why do you want to be on social media and talk bad about people and just watch stupid people dance?" And I'm like, "You obviously have no idea what, it, what goes on." There's more social media yeah. than that. I'm like, "But my feed, it you know, it is going to be something that I'm going to jump to because a, it's part of my business to be on social media, right? We yeah. all we all have to post and, and put stuff up there." But it's my choice to who I follow and what I'm following. Mm -hmm. And yeah, when I do have some down moments, I don't have a problem with going on Instagram because my feed is all people that are giving me back the same positivity that I like to give out. And, you know, like I follow you and it's like, yeah, I I, want to hear something positive, you know? And so if I'm scrolling, it's not time wasted. It's feeding myself with good information.
0: Yes. And
1: I'm sure there's a few TikTok dances in there as well. But <laughs> oh well,
0: you're brave, Debbie. If you're up on TikTok <laughs> dancing, you are brave because let me tell you, that ain't happening.
1: <laughs> no, Not me doing the dancing. I'm just oh, saying okay. My <laughs> I'm
0: not brave. I was like I'm maybe, not maybe we'll do duet it. and we could dance together that way, but we'll I'm what? not doing it by myself. <laughs> okay,
1: that's a deal. We'll do that together. Yeah. But you know, I, I follow some, uh, very influential, you know, positive speakers that are, that are Christian Catholic, um, you know, just inspirational followers. And, you know, sometimes they do come out with, you know, one of the popular TikTok things. And I'm like, it's, they're funny, you know, like, yeah. it's like you, you're, it does make you a real person of like, I, I'm not just this robot that, you know, is, is, you know, preaching about positivity. You know, I have a life too. You know, and I, yeah. you know, I hang out with my friends and we do these silly videos too because they're fun. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you know, good for them. It's not really my style, but
0: <laughs> yeah, I love to dance, but I don't want anyone looking at me. And um, I, so I would, Lily will be 13 in December. it will be 10 in November, and they're already like. Kind of make fun of me for being on TikTok. So there are a couple of times where I video recorded them mocking me of what I sound like on TikTok, and I'm like, okay, if this is what I really sound like on TikTok, then I'm never getting on TikTok again. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I can't dance on TikTok. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I just yeah for TikTok. I mean, I think I have like two posts up, but yeah, just do a regular video uh-huh. and and then that's it. Yeah, but I did fall in love with Pamela Pumpkin. I will say that.
0: <laughs> oh I don't know who that is so I'm going to have to look. You said Pamela Pumpkin?
1: Yeah, it's so I actually found it by following um Cameron uh what's her name C- Candace Burke. She oh yeah. plays DJ Tanner. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I follow her and she actually works out with a, a, a well-known trainer that lives in my town. So it was like, oh, that's so funny how, you know, all connected. Yes. And she, you know, she's one of those people that I talked about of like, she's just positivity, but she's a real person. And, you know, she invites people into her life and, you know, she did this really funny, it, it's just really funny. And she did okay. it. And I'm like, that's so cute. Like, I was just like, now I'm addicted to it. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Now I'm really curious. I'm like, great. Debbie is addicted to this then I need to go look we'll at this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like every once in a while I'll find, find one that I'm like, that is really funny. And I just like, love you how you find people doing it. So yeah. So it's, yeah. some of them are really, you know, as long as they're harmless and, you know, you know, yeah, not not toxic. I mean, you can get a good laugh out of
0: it, but yeah, yeah. and I think that in itself is so important with uh, changing the vibe and getting out of the negative. I mean, because we're not even watching the videos, but you and I, for the people who can't see the video aspect of it, talking about, it, we were just laughing and beaming from ear to ear. So it's like, yes, go watch some cat videos on TikTok. Watch the dogs getting into trouble on TikTok and the shenanigans that puppies get into, and make yourself laugh. And, um, use that to snap yourself out of the funk and use that. Like if you're not a social media person or like social media, you kind of like, uh, go find the funny, go find the positive on social media and use that to feed yourself rather than looking at all the negative on social media. Cause there is enough of that. There's just so much negativity all around in the news, on social media, just everywhere. So like, don't even look at it, um, go look for the positive. And it's funny because my my dad, he um, actually said, you're like, I stopped watching the news and I feel so much better. I don't feel nearly as upset and frustrated and angry and depressed. And I just feel all around better. I'm like, yeah, I've been telling you for years to stop watching the news, but it's amazing. Like what we feed our bodies with, not just the food nutrients, but like the positivity nutrients and letting go of the negativity nutrients it absolutely makes a difference. Absolutely
1: completely makes a difference and and you know there's so much there's so much anger and hate because people are watching some of the all this social media stuff that is so draining and negative and there's so much jealousy and so much just self-deprecation that really is horrible it's so horrible and you know people that aren't living their true potential and aren't living you know, what is in their heart are drowning on it. And they're not living. They're Mm -hmm. living through eyes of other people that are probably lying.
0: Yes, (laughs) Yes. That's the other thing. It's like, start questioning some of the information that you're taking as truth and look at, like, look a little deeper because chances are it's not 100% truth.
1: Yes. Yeah. There's always a level of, it's not that pretty. It just can't be that pretty in picture perfect. So
0: Um, so Debbie, yes, as we wrap it up. So if anyone's listening, I'm like, yeah, this all sounds great, but like, I am so far down in the negativity trap, like literally the quicksand I'm just sinking and sinking and I barely have my chin out of the quicksand with the negativity. What is one thing, um, that someone can do to start getting themselves out of that quicksand?
1: You need to acknowledge the moment. Mm-hmm. You need to sit and say, okay, I'm not in good space. I'm in a negative place. I'm, I'm really at a low ground here and I need help. And I, I need to know how to get out of it and, and just acknowledge the moment mm-hmm. because those feelings are real and you shouldn't ignore them. But remind yourself, you don't deserve to be here. And every second is another chance to turn it around. Mm -hmm. So sitting in that negativity and just feeling it and let it get through, get through your body, go through the emotions. And once you feel like you're, you, you're there and you're calmer, you ask it to leave. You say, thank you. I learned a lot in this space. I felt deep in these feelings, but these don't serve me. This is not where, who I deserve to be. This is not where I want to be and you need to, you need to leave. And I only want to bring in joy and abundance and all the goodness that this world has to offer me. And that's where I choose to say, mm-hmm. and, you know, repeat it as often as possible and give gratitude in the moment, you know, once again, close your eyes and do some grounding earthing of, okay, what can I hear? What's one thing I can hear? What's one thing I can see? What's one thing I can touch, you know? So, um, I can hear a car horn. Um, I could see um, a greenhouse in front of me. Um, I could touch. I could touch my arms. I could touch touch the table, and then you know, do another round. You know, and do another round, and, and then you watch the seconds pass, and you realize you've changed your mindset. You're calmer, and then you can give gratitude. And and go through that whole exercise again is you know once the first time it might take a few rounds but after after a while you just need a few seconds and you can you can walk yourself out of it for sure.
0: Yeah, I think the biggest thing I uh, that I take away from that is is the lesson in it. You know, sitting with it long enough to process to realize what the lesson is, mm-hmm. because that lesson you can take that moving forward. And you're going to have that awareness. So when it happens again, you're going to be like, oh, right. Here's that awareness. And here's the lesson. Because this is very similar to last time. Or this is different. So maybe there's another lesson to be learned here.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And you know what? Bad things happen. I mean, we, yes. we live in a world where, you know, it's a lot more bad than good right now. Or it feels that way.
0: It feels that way. Yeah.
1: It feels that way. But there is good. And there is goodness and you, you just have to trust and believe that you're here for a reason. You are divinely made for a reason. You're not here to be compared to somebody else, to be judged by somebody else. You're here to live a divine life that was made specifically for you. Mm -hmm. And the more that you know that, and you realize that, and you live in your truth, the happier you will be for sure.
0: Yeah. I love it such a powerful way to end the episode and, and such a powerful way to get your power back when you feel powerless. So thank you so much, Debbie, for being with us. I want to find you. It's such a joy having you on. Oh, thank
1: you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. And, um, I would love to offer to all of your listeners a free 15 minute, um, session to go through your dreams and get you on track. And also a free download of my last novel, Soul Meets Body.
0: Ah, that's amazing. Thank you for being willing to share those. I will um, link those, um, put those links in the show notes so that they can go straight to there and get them. Um, if anyone has any questions or wants some uh, just some more information or just wants to chat on DM, is it okay if they reach out to you, whether it's on Instagram or is via email?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, I try to keep it as simple as possible. So you can find me on social media as well as my website. Both are Debbie Cruz. So D-E-B-B-Y-K-R-U-S-Z um, and then .com for the website. But Perfect. yes, I'm on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can go on my website and, I, I usually answer all my DMs as, as soon as possible. So absolutely. Perfect,
0: perfect. So um, Debbie will get back with you if you shoot her a DM. And like I said, I'll put all of the information to get in contact with Debbie right in the show notes. So it's one-stop shopping. No need to go clicking all over the internet land. You can just go right to the show notes and you get right in touch with Debbie and definitely take advantage of that free 15-minute call. And oh my gosh, the book too, yes, please. Um, so thank you again. If you found this episode helpful, please feel free to share it with a friend because the more the merrier. And if you would be so kind to leave a review, I would greatly appreciate it. I take the time to read all the reviews myself to ensure that this podcast continues to be a resource, a place of support and guidance. Um, again, one stop shopping, uh, because let's face it us moms and us women, we have to stick together. So thanks so much for tuning into another episode of one of a kind view, and I will see you next week.